Welcome to the Creative South Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Frostholm. This special bonus episode was recorded live at the Dribble Meetup during Weapons of Mass Creation. I had the opportunity to talk with Mitch Shepard of Humbly Made, Mike Sulik from Fan Brands, and Mr. Wong Face himself, Jordan Wong, about life, work, and automatic drawing, all right after this. Podcasting can get expensive, with hosting costs, upgrading equipment, and traveling to events, not to mention the lavish lifestyle of champagne and caviar, 6,000 three-count sheets and entourages. That's why we've started a Patreon page, where you can help support the Creative South podcast and our extravagance. When you become a Creative South patron, you'll get access to exciting Creative South news before anyone else, Creative South podcast stickers, t-shirts, and you can even get your own podcast episode. So please help support the podcast by becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash creative south. At Creative South, we love Astute Graphics plugins. First time sponsors of Creative South 2016, Astute Graphics makes innovative plugins for Adobe Illustrator. These popular plugins lead the way in imaginative tools for vector designers that significantly save time, boost creativity, and achieve refined results. Astute Graphics have developed 14 popular plugins over the last 10 years, including VectorScribe, Phantasm, Texturino, and Miramu, all of which are offered on a free 14-day full trial. Go ahead and give them a try. Astute Graphics are currently holding their summer sale, where they are offering up to 60% off their plugins. Usually all 14 of their plugins sell for £545, approximately $700. However, the 60% off sale now means you can get all 14 plugins Astute Graphics makes for £218. That's approximately $287 or €258. Click the link in the show notes to get this great deal. to the Creative South Podcast, live at the Dribble Meetup at WMC Fest. I am joined today by the um, wonderfully talented and moderately bearded um, Mitch Shepard of Humbly Made. Thank you, thank you. Good to be here. So, I, cut, I cut the beard for the conference because I wanted to look more professional, so ah, that's why it's moderate tonight. But I think if you're a designer, cutting the beard makes you look less professional as a designer. Maybe it's because I'm going back to my old agency days. I don't know. I, I, felt, don't, I felt like I had to be more professional here. So, so but now you, I feel more out of place than I would have. So you get the honor of being the first repeat guest, technically. That's right. Yeah. So we just recorded a podcast with you. Was it last week? Yes. Yeah. So we did a full episode with you last week. Now we're here at WMC Fest and doing a little mini episode where Mitch is much less sober than I am. 
That's right. Uh, mostly because Mitch got beer that took him five minutes to get, and I got a mixed drink that took 30 minutes to get. You know, when they make these uh, amazing handmade drinks with all the time and labor and love, it takes forever. Uh, and as much as you appreciate it, I don't like waiting 45 minutes, so I went with beer. I feel like I could do an episode of Bar Rescue at this place. Yes. And just improve the workflow. Although you have to be the really roided out gentleman who runs that show. Because oh, yeah. if you've seen John that, Tapper, that yeah, guy, like, yes. he's going to burst a vein any minute. And, yes. Yeah. I love him, but good Lord, I do not want to piss He is so angry. <laughs> Such an angry man. Yes, he is. He makes Gordon Ramsay look like he's mellow. Uh, yes. Yeah. I agree with that. So, we'll get back to that later. So, what's your uh, what's your experience been so far at the Dribble Meetup? It's been good. It's been cool to meet um, some folks that I haven't had a chance to talk with in depth, mm-hmm. uh, but I've kind of slowly hung out with throughout the conference here and there, mm-hmm. uh, and then get to meet some other folks that I have never met at all. So, it's been, it's been cool. Very cool. It's been fun. And then drinks loosened it up, and... Uh, you know, real talk is what starts to happen here, not this, this uh, you know, baby bullshit that, you know, just the, the high-level crap that people feed you. This is the real meat and potatoes. So we can get back into the discussion that we were having uh, earlier about you punching yourself in the nuts with a microphone? I went leg on it, man. I didn't, I didn't want to disgrace it, you. you know, I tricked did, you. Hey, you're talking into that mic. I don't have to worry about it, but That's true. I feel sorry for the next person <laughs> now that true. you've rubbed your balls all over it. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I totally went leg. It's clean. All right. And it was above the pants. That's right. So. <laughs> That's right. So how are you having a good time at this conference in general and the Dribble Meetup? You I'm going to play host. Yeah, no, that's fine. So um, I've been having a lot of fun just going around and talking to different people. Um, you know, at WDMC Fest in general, um, talking to people I haven't seen forever or meeting new people. Right. Um, I mean, it's you know, like admire, fan- admiring curly Q mustaches um, like yeah, Mike has. We're standing here with uh, Mike, and this guy has the most amazing mustache ever, and I'm super jealous. So, Mike, say hi. Hello, guys. So tell everyone um, why the handlebar mustache. Because it takes a real man to grow a mustache, and I need to show the world I'm a real man. That's right. Fair enough. Mike is... I just, I just met Mike... Uh, this weekend, and I got to talk with Mike a little bit more in depth, and that's what this dribble meetup's about. Uh, a little, a little more meat and potato talk. So, uh, I haven't got to talk about the mustache yet, Mike, but um, he has a pretty badass job. He gets to do all kinds of cool sports branding and uh, all that. So I'm super jelly of your uh, your agency life that you have. Yeah, Mike and I got to talk about that a little bit earlier um, while we were waiting for AID podcast uh, to start. So, we'll we'll make this a multi-part where we wrap Mike into it as well. Sure. So, since since Mitch has already had an episode, let's uh, that's let's right. Focus You're tired of talking to me. Yeah, yeah. just sick this of this jerk. Dude. Although I have a pretty sexy radio voice, I have to say. Yeah, it's not bad. All right, it is not bad. All right. So, Mike, tell everybody uh, a little bit about yourself. Well, I work at a uh, sports branding studio called Fan Brands. I, I create brands, identities, and special event branding programs for MLB, NHL, some other major leagues that you've probably heard of, and some that I can't say. And uh, we're right out of Montclair, New Jersey, right by New York. We have a great time, great office, making some cool stuff. Just 
Good stuff. Yeah, this this guy comes over, right? We're standing there. I'm talking sure. to Kevin Green and some other folks. And uh, I'm meeting this guy. I'm like, hey, man, what do you do, right? And, of course, we're ever, the, the answer to everybody says I'm a designer. Well, no shit. We're all designers, right? This is the right? worst question at a graphic design conference. Right. So you? I, I'm a designer. Right. Yeah. yeah. So this guy tells me he does sports branding. I'm a sports guy. I'm like, man, this guy has a killer job. Uh, I'm super jealous of that. But so And he wasn't. I'm going to call you out. I heard the story that Mike, younger age, was never a sports guy and happens to land the, one of the best jobs any sports fan could want, and now he's a huge sports fan. I feel like I have to defend myself here. Um, if you're going to do sports branding properly, you're going to get serious here for a second. We're, okay. we're a serious group here, the three of us. I, I wasn't Speak a huge yourself. sports fan until, until recently. I'm a big Mets fan now, of course. But I think it's interesting to be on the outside of fandom looking in and just really studying everything. Because, you know, you don't want to go to work and be upset that your team lost and, you know, sure. have, have this bias towards something. So I like that I'm the outside guy. You know, I, I have this different perspective maybe on the whole field. Cool. So since you weren't a sports fan, how did you get into doing sports branding? I would say getting this job was a huge impact of me being into sports and sports branding. But it was really simple. Um, right out of college, I had an internship, and when that ended, he referred me to a guy called Bill Frederick right down the street. I walked mm. down to his office, did an interview, and been working there for three and a half years since. Awesome. It's cool. all about the connections. Exactly. So in your specific role there, what do you do? What do, I, what do I do? Yes, in your specific role. In my specific Not world. Not in the, I'm just a graphic designer. No, in my specific world, when I sit down at my computer, when I'm, I, I like to think that I have the 9 to 5 and then the 8 to 12 at night. Mm -hmm. My 9 to 5, I'm sitting down working on something for Major League Baseball, National Hockey League. They got a lot of events, a lot of special uh, projects, um, some identities. That's my day-to-day -day job. It's, it's amazing. I feel so grateful for doing this day-to-day. -day. Sure. It's an amazing job. And then at night, the second job, the 8 to midnight, I like playing around with typography. I like making some posters, doing stuff that people would never pay me for. I like to experiment a lot, really. So you look at porn a lot and hope people pay you for that? Do I get what? You, you look at porn a lot and hope No, no, pay it's not that. <laughs> it's it's that, very... That starts at 1 a.m., right? That... <laughs> Hey, a lot of things happen when, the t when I uh, <laughs> clock out at 12. <laughs> so tell me more about this typography stuff that you like to do. So, yeah, I think um, it really started once I was a few years into my job at, at Fan Brands at Bill Frederick. That's a sports branding. Sure. I was realizing, you know, my portfolio wasn't building because legally I can't show any of the work I do. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, no one would ever pay me to make these crazy typography-based stuff, like make my own fonts. So I started just, you know, spending my nights making posters, making type, doodling, and doing a lot of stuff. And it's all on my site if you want to check it out. It's it's mostly experimental stuff, but hopefully one day someone will pay me for it. Cool. So what is your site? My site would be MikeSulik.com. That's just my name, uh, Mike Sulik, S-U-L-I-C-K.com. Pretty easy. Yeah. And where else can people find you online? Uh, people can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Same name, just it's just my name. And then uh, if you want to follow me, uh, the sports branding, my business, Fan Brands, it's F-A-N-B-R-A, 
NDZ. It's Fan Brands. And since we are at a Dribble meetup... We're at a Dribble meetup right now, yes. So where can we find you on Dribble? Uh, if you look at my badge, it says my, what my Dribble name is. Maybe it says one maybe day? one day. You don't have an invite? At least 30 people have told me I need to be on Dribble. I have the invites. I think as soon as I get home, the first thing I'm doing is making a Dribble. Oh, wait. So people have invited you. People have invited me, and I've ignored it, I'll say. I, oh, I know. I know. I'm, I'm like find a representative from Dribble. Someone to needs to crucify you a call me. and read you the riot act. I can understand why you maybe wouldn't join because where you work, you you can't you said yeah, you can't, can't really show the I can't work. I can't post the professional stuff, but I'm gonna so, get good about yeah. posting the stuff I do at night. You have to moonlight it, like you said, I and will. you gotta no. you gotta show that that moonlight after, hour stuff. After yeah. being here at uh, WMC for the last two and a half days, I I can't not be on dribble. I say I gotta do it. I yep. gotta you know build the connections. It's all about the connections, like I said. Yep. So cool. Well, Mike and Mitch. Hey, Thank thanks for, for having me in this this very dark and scary alley yeah, in the corner of a bar. Yeah, we're in a weird hallway where people are probably going to think that we went back to do either coke or something yeah, else. Yeah, do a couple bumps, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. I'll take this. See you All right. Mitch, thanks again for uh, joining me. Yes, definitely. I want to do I do want to say one cuz we had our our episode wrap up, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, or well, our episode the other week. Uh, just because just because you're re-re-recording here, we're talking again. Uh, I did want to shout out the people who are helping me on this, the the designer series project I'm doing. Okay. I'm not going to rehash all that. If you guys can listen to the other episode, uh, we're you doing go to humbly ma- humbly yeah, humblymadebrand.com. Brand. Uh, you can check out our t-shirt monthly t-shirt project. But I wanted to literally go down the list. I'm working with 12 different designers each month, and I wanted to say thank you to all these folks who helped me with this project this year: Doc Reed, Brittany Barnhart, Ryan Cuthriel, Dina Rodriguez, Lenny Terenzi. Scott Fuller, Andrew Hockrattle, hopefully I didn't mess that up, sorry. Uh, Andrew Berkmeyer, Bob Ewing, Mike Jones, and Tim Frame. You guys are awesome. Thank you for making me look better than I am uh, and joining my project. And I can't wait to put out some really cool t-shirts. So check that out. And thank you. And where can people find you on Dribble? Uh, I believe I'm on there. I am on there. I know you're on there. Uh, I follow you on there. I'm kind of drawn I'm pretty sure it's just Mitch Shepard. Um, so search Mitch Shepard or Humbly Made. I kind of draw a blank on my own username, which is really bad. If not, there will be a link in my little uh, yes, brief wrap-up that uh, points you to Mitch's dribble. Just search my name or Humbly Made. You'll find it. It's there. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Mitch. Thanks. Thank you, awesome. gentlemen. Yeah. Hopefully that record all right. Oh, it will we'll be great. No, it'll be great. Awesome, man. It's a mobile unit, this guy. Yeah, that's great. I don't know you're going like, to whip this out and start recording people. Yep. All right. I have Jordan Wong with me here at the Dribble Meetup at WMC Fest for the Creative South Live. You mean weapons? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Oh, wait, yeah. Well, the Dribble Meetup for Creative South Live at Weapons and Weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, a mouthful of things to say. (laughs) It's a lot. So, Jordan, give everybody the brief rundown of who you are, what you do, 
what your hopes and dreams are. Oh, man. Where the bodies are hidden. <laughs> um, it's so funny that you said that, too, because we're, like, we're in our location. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. So people won't be able to see it, obviously, because it's an audio podcast. But we're in the back hallway of a very low-ceiling brick bar that's almost like a speakeasy. And it looks like we should be doing like some shady drug deal or <laughs> planning a mob hit back here. So it's perfect. It's yeah, perfect. exactly. Okay, a uh, brief summary. Um, so I moved to Cleveland about a year and a half ago. Lived okay. in Pittsburgh for 20 years. Um, and originally I moved out to uh, Cleveland uh, to work for a design firm, for Go Media, actually. Sure. And uh, I actually was the designer for Weapons of Mass Creation Fast 6 and did some work for the Arsenal. Okay. Uh, but since September 2015, uh, parted ways and ended up working for myself. So the work that I usually do is branding, uh, general graphic design, print needs, mm-hmm. um, and also, like, illustration. Okay. Well, let's, so let's talk about your illustration stuff. Sure. Because um, lately you've been doing these really awesome... I don't even know what to call them. Just kind of robot-y things. Okay. Yeah, the, the automatic drawings. Yes. Um, so I tend to do a lot of more um, kind of representational work, even though it's a little stylistic. It's like sure. kind of of something. Uh, so I kind of picked up this drawing practice from a friend where you kind of just do these this mark-making and you just let your mind go. So it's automatic drawing, you're making split second like decisions on the paper, and it's just really freeing. It allows the hand to just make whatever marks you know to make, just mm. gets you drawing. So I use this as a means to kind of step away from, you know, the other illustrations that I do. Sure. And now it's starting to kind of evolve into another aesthetic of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I still use it, you know, as kind of a means to decompress or if I have a, you know, creative block or I just need to be drawing and I don't feel like it. It's, sure. it's really great to resort to. So is this something that you've had a shitty day, you sit down on the sofa and you just kind of start doodling away and... Yeah, yeah. With, without thinking about it, just let it go while you're watching Stranger Things? Some... <laughs> I you know I've heard that's a really good show. I actually haven't started it yet. I know. I'm just going to start plugging it. Hope that <laughs> Netflix sponsors should, me. Yeah, I was going to say you should ask for sponsorship. Um, yeah, it's it's something that helps me decompress, um, and it's it's almost becomes like a default because you know whenever you sit down, you're just confronted with that blank sheet in your sketchbook. It's like, what do I draw? Sure. I have no idea what to draw. I know I'm that I'm overwhelmed by that all the time. Yeah, right. So it's just great to start with that. Just like whatever, I'm just going, just making marks, and then uh, the result sometimes ends up being something pretty cool. Other yeah. other times it just ends up being a page of marks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you don't tell people about those ones. Yeah, that's that's like a page you just keep in your sketchbook, and like you know, if you're showing your sketchbook, you just hope that they kind of like leaf through that and skip over it. Yeah. So with the, so with these automatic drawings, because a lot of them have end up having a format that feels very almost very structured and like. Yeah, I think. So are you so so when you do this, are you building? I'm trying to figure out what the phrase is. 
So you're letting your hand go, be all itself, and then when you get done, do you look at it and say, oh, I see something in that, and then do a finalized drawing over that to kind of incorporate things? So I'm actually starting to kind of incorporate that aesthetic into uh, other illustrations and kind of blending that style with um, my more well-known style. Sure. And it's, it's interesting because, again, the main point of the automatic drawing is to kind of like not think. Mm-hmm. But now I'm entering weird territories where I'm like half thinking and half not thinking. Sometimes <laughs> I'll be doing them and then the design side of my head, you know, it's like, oh, actually, this would be better because it's more balanced or, sure. you know, there's better emphasis or whatever. So it's starting to, I'm kind of entering a weird territory with it. So, yeah, it's, it's really hard to explain. Sure. So, you know, aside from the automatic drawings, um, you know, what's some projects that you can talk about that you've worked on that people kind of have recognized you for. Obviously, you know, we talked about you do, being the designer for Weapons of Masqueration 6, mm-hmm. um, and you designed the shirt for that, which a lot of people have seen. Yep. Um, but what are, what are some other things? Um, I guess I'm really known for my uh, lighthearted themes and kind of uh, quirky sense of humor. Uh, so this year for Weapons, Go, uh, Go Media actually uh, asked for me to submit a sticker design. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, I was I was trying to come up with an idea. I wasn't necessarily sure if I wanted to do anything that you know involved you know art making or whatnot because there's you know there's a lot of illustrators and designers that have done you know that kind of imagery like sure. really well before. And I was like, you know, now I have an opportunity to kind of like do my own weird sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So there's there's this video that was floating around Facebook. And it was about pugs, and it was animated, and it was really, really strange. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to draw a pug on a hoverboard. Like, that's going to be the sticker. That's going to be the sticker that I'm going to submit for... I feel like there needs to be a name for that. <laughs> I know, right? And uh, so that kind of gives you an idea of like the Pugger things board? that I think Would about. Puggerboard? Puggerboard. Hoverboard, pugger, I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure something out for it. But yeah, so I, uh, I did that. You know, illustration for this sticker. Sure. Uh, posted on social media. People, you know, seem to love it. And I actually am now entering the T-shirt game, and I actually have that illustration on T-shirts as well. Yeah. So that's something I want to talk to you about. So tell everybody real quick about the T-shirt stuff that you're getting into. So for a while now, people have been saying like, "Oh, I think you should start doing T-shirts, man. Like your stuff is, you know, really clever. It's really immediate. It would do well on shirts." Sure. And at first, I was really apprehensive because there's a lot of there's a lot of challenges with doing T-shirts. You know, inventory, uh, you know, order fulfillment, mm-hmm. you know, finding a good printer, and just you know, trying to figure out how to manage all those expenses and you know all those logistics. Yeah, it's not cheap. But those barriers actually started to um, kind of you know come down. Sure. Um, I'm actually working with a printer in Pittsburgh. Uh, they go by clockwise, and they actually handle the production and order fulfillment for me. All I have to focus on is the design work, you know, for these shirts. And man, I've been having a blast with it. Uh, I just started doing the t-shirts like maybe two weeks ago. Oh, awesome! And you know, they've been. I just I keep having ideas for them. You know, just quirky ideas like that that entertain me, and that I you know show my newsletter uh, subscribers, sure. and uh, like a special Facebook group. Um, 
and they they're just really uh, well received, and it's, it's just been a lot of fun. So very cool. Yeah. So getting close to the end here, what is the best and worst advice you've ever gotten? Oh man, it doesn't even have to be design advice. It could be life advice. Oh jeez. Cooking tips. Best advice, worst advice. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily advice, but it's definitely. It's. I can definitely extrapolate something from this. So whenever you go working for yourself, a lot. Sometimes you'll be confronted with the question of like, oh well, do you think you'd ever get a job or like. Oh hey, there's this company hiring. Uh, you know, which are you thinking about applying? Sure. And there's something weird about that because it's like, no, I already have a job. This is my job. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm committing to it. Like, because if I enter this, you know, without full conviction, it's not going to go anywhere. Uh-huh. So to kind of have those conversations was always kind of strange for me because, you know, again, this is what I've I've chosen to do, and uh, take the leap. And you can, you have to jump fully. Sure. You can't just like, uh. you can't half ass it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You got to You got to go. You got to jump. Um, so you know, best advice usually is related to that. You know, people just saying, you know, keep working at it. Uh, work smart. Yeah. Work with people. Um, you know, a lot of it comes from your personality. Sure. Ma- you know, have a personality and. Engage people that makes them want to work like, with you. I just like to have a personality. Have a, have a personality. Do not be boring as yeah. shit. And hopefully have a good personality because yeah. there's a lot of shit personalities. Oh yes, there are. Yeah. So, and what's the worst advice you've ever gotten? Oh man, worst advice. You should apply for that job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I'll have to get back to you on on the worst advice. I've been I've been really really fortunate uh, to be surrounded by uh, really caring people that support me in the work that I do. So awesome. Extremely blessed. Awesome. So wrapping up real quick, uh, where can people find you online? So they can find my work at wongface.com. That's W O N G F A C E. And I'm also on Instagram, uh, on at Wongface, and I actually have my online store. It's uh, wongface.storeenvy.com. So that's where actually I'm selling all my T-shirts for right now. Gotcha. And since we are at a Dribble meetup, where can they find you on Dribble? Okay, so I have a confession. I actually don't have a Dribble. <laughs> okay, we're gonna fix that. You are the third person at a oh, no. Dribble meetup that I have talked to. That does not have a Dribble account. I know. We snuck in. We were just like, oh, we're gonna sneak into the Dribble. Like, All right. You know. Well, if you yeah. haven't gotten like seventy-five invitations, <laughs> I am sending you one. Please do, because actually, yeah, I don't, I don't have any invitations on my end. So awesome. Yeah, well, we'll that'd do be great. That. Right. So, Jordan, thank you for taking the time to talk with me. Let's go have another drink. All right, excellent. Thanks All so right. much, man. Bye. Be sure to check out the show notes for more ways to keep up with Mitch, Mike, and Jordan. You can keep up with the podcast on Twitter at CreativeSOPod and follow Creative South on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CreativeSouthGA or over at CreativeSouthGA.com. And I'm at Jay Frostholm on Dribble, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you like the Creative South podcast, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Rate us and leave a review. This helps more people find the podcast and allows us to keep getting awesome guests. Now go out and hug some necks.